0: If you are currently wanting to get personalized advice to support you with your nutrition and hormones, the best place to start is for you to book in a complimentary consultation. In this 15-minute consultation, we will discuss your current health goals, what you can expect from consultations, and we cover any questions that you may have. If you're happy to go ahead, we book in a time for your initial consultation, but equally if you need a little time to think about it, that is perfectly okay too. To book in a complimentary consultation, simply head over to selenedouglas.com forward slash links and navigate to the book section. Alternatively, you will also find the booking link in the show notes on this episode. We hope to meet you very soon. Hello and happy 2023 to you. Today is a solo episode and it's pretty chunky, pretty value-based, I think. Um, and I've got 10 tips to help you achieve better health in 2023. I am covering 10 key areas and there is sort of sub topics wound up within each of those. So we're covering nutrition foundations, food quality, healthy fats, water quality, plastics, home and beauty products, shower filters, sleep, movement, and caffeine. But please don't be overwhelmed. I really recommend uh, if you feel like you need to improve in all of these areas, um, then just choose one to three areas to focus on or maybe you are already nailing a bunch of these areas and you only have a couple of things that you could look at tweaking. But just really focus in on a couple that you feel you would benefit most from or that you feel um, you do a lot and set some small goals that you're really willing to commit to. Small goals are really key because they help to build momentum. They help to build confidence and motivation as well. Um, And that's really, really important to help you keep going. And even though the changes that you are implementing may at times feel small and insignificant, I promise they're not, small changes lead to big things. And even if you only change two. Two small things each month uh, within 12 months, 12 months, -er, that adds up to 24. And honestly, that uh, that layering has such, such a big impact on your overall health. So um, have a listen. I'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback, all of the above. Um, And here's to your health in 2023. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This episode is obviously quite timely with the beginning of the year, 2023, and bringing you some tips and things that you can introduce, not necessarily all of them, as many as you want, all of them if you want, or just even a couple um, that can really help to improve your health in the new year. And perhaps this is something you want to save, write down, come back to because, you know, you don't have to do it all at once. And it's going to sound like a lot of different things, but all in good time, right? So it is, I've got 10 different tips for you, but as we'll go through, you'll see that there's sort of sub tips within each Uh, and so it's probably actually a lot more than that. But as I said, you don't need to do it all at once. Um, It is the start of a new year and that is a great time to check in and see what has happened in your life in the last 12 months, if you're happy with where you're at, if you're not where you want to be, all of those good things. Um, But also just remember that it is sort of a, a, an illusion, you know, the start of a new year. It's a really made up concept and you can decide to make change anytime you want. You don't need to wait for a new year in order to introduce changes like this. So I think it's great to take advantage of that new year energy and the vibe and all of that uh, to introduce New changes or to reevaluate where things are at in your life, but ultimately also acknowledging that whether it's January, February, March, June, July, November, really you can draw a line in the sand and decide to change anytime you want. So, starting with tip number one, and of course, being a nutritionist, we're starting with nutrition as number one uh, thing for improving your health in 2023. So my number one tip is to really just do an overhaul of what you currently eat day to day and really go through all of the ingredients and things in your pantry uh, and do your best to clear out All processed foods and anything in your cupboard with things like preservatives and seed oils. So vegetable and seed oils, being things like canola oil, sunflower oil, um, rapeseed oil, any of those different oils. um, Basically, throw out anything that's got that in it, please. Uh, And just going through, you know, anything that's got numbers in it as well. So you know, any of your four hundred numbers, your two hundred numbers. Going through your pantry with a fine-tooth comb, uh, and going through all of your packaged products, uh, and I just get rid of anything that's got any um, anything in it. Really, that's not food. If you did just that, that one thing this year, I promise it would make a difference to your health. You would feel different. I can't tell you how often um, that simple thing makes such a big difference. And I think this is where we need to start. This is the foundation. And you actually need to be doing this before you're going on to start worrying about how many grams of protein you're eating, or if you're doing enough of this, or if you should give up sugar, or if you would be better off gluten-free or dairy-free or any of the frees before doing that, honestly, just stop eating processed food. It's not food. It's food-like products. So stop eating food-like products and eat real food. And I promise your health will be in a very different place in 12 months' time if you only took away that number one thing from today's episode. Um, And also really getting rid of any products with seed oils in it because they're just so damaging for your health and they're not uh, very easy for our body to actually clear out either. They can, as far as the research goes, I can't remember the exact amount of time, but it's somewhere between two to three months um, for us to effectively clear vegetable oils from our system because of how um, fats are making up the outer layer of the cells in our body. So uh, if it were me and I had the choice between eating a plate of sugar or a plate of vegetable oil, give me the sugar any day because I know I'm going to clear that in a few hours. Um number 2 is on to food quality. So I know that this topic is um can be trickier because we all have varying budgets um for food which I totally understand. Um but as much as with is in your means it's really important to try and source the best quality produce that you can so with your meats Um, really looking for grass fed and grass finished meats. And this just really means looking for animals that have been eating what's called a species appropriate diet. So that means hopefully that they've been out on pasture, grazing and really eating the food that they're physiology is designed for and that's important from you know an ethical point of view for the health and well-being of that animal but it's also really important for the health of that animal and therefore your health because you're going on to eat that animal um, and you're consuming the um, health benefits or lack thereof depending on how it was raised. So the way I often explain this is if you conceptualize two different people, Um, One is eating what's called a species-appropriate diet. So this would be like your grass-fed, grass-finished meats. This person's eating, you know, an abundance of plant fibres, some really good quality meats, good quality fats, um, but really just real whole foods. That's what they're eating. So you can sort of visualize that person. They're healthy. They're out in the sunshine. They're able to move around and they've got a little bit of freedom. So they're healthy. Um, And then conversely, if you were to conceptualize person B, they eat what's called a species inappropriate diet. So this would be like your um, feedlot raised animals or, um, you know, non-free range animals that are fed grains. Um, And this particular person eats like a lot of fast food, um, a lot of deep fried food and that species inappropriate diet. So they're eating a lot of packaged and processed foods. Which person do you think is going to have a healthier body? Well, obviously, person A. And it's actually the same thing with how our meats are produced. So I think that's a really simple way to conceptualize it. Um, it doesn't mean that you won't get any health benefits. It doesn't mean that you'll be better off completely cutting out meat if you um, can't afford to purchase better Quality mate, you still get health benefits, but it's just really to understand that it is really, really beneficial um, to try and prioritize the best possible quality that is within your means. Um the other tip here, I guess, is to go and have a chat to a local butcher, see if you can get some cheaper cuts, because often that's a much more economical um, thing for you to do than to try and get um, good quality produce at the supermarket. And to be honest, there's a lot that is lacking there. There's not a lot of brands that offer that cleavers. Uh, at Coles. I don't know if they're at Woolworths. I think they're at Coles. They do do grass-fed, grass-finished meats. I think they're one of the only brands there, but it, it they are obviously more expensive. Um, but going to a butcher is quite an affordable way to look at doing it, particularly if you're talking to them about what some of their cheaper cuts might be um, and you might be doing some more slow cooks and things like that. Another way to be more economical about that is let's say you're doing a chicken. You'd be buying the whole chicken chicken, um, and using all of it instead of just buying breast, for example, um, number sort of two within number two on food quality would be looking at the, um, the, produce the fruits and vegetables and things that you are eating and ideally looking to go towards either insecticide free or organic if possible. Uh, If you do happen to live close to farmers markets, that is an amazing option um, and resource for you to access. They're often a lot cheaper than uh, your supermarkets or even your health food stores a lot, a lot cheaper. And, you know, even doing insecticide free, whilst it's perhaps not the, the best of the best, it's still a really good option um, and does come with a lower price tag to organic because um, a lot of those farms haven't paid for the organic certification and um, they can therefore um allow that produce to be a little bit cheaper. The other thing to do here, if you're perhaps not able to do all organic or all insecticide-free but you want to start doing a few things, is to look up the Environmental Working Group's Clean 15 and Dirty Dozen list. They produce a list each and every single year, um, and it's a really good resource. It shows you which produce um, has been sprayed the most Um, or has the most exposure to pesticides, and you're able to then make some more informed decisions about okay, well, off that dirty dozen list, is there things that I eat uh, more of or eat religiously that I would be best off trying to get insecticide-free or organic? And then are there things on the clean fifteen list, um, which are not as exposed to pesticides, that I would be okay getting conventionally? So that's just another little tip for you. It's called the EWG, and if you just type in like dirty dozen list into Google, it will definitely pop up for you. Uh, tip number three uh, is really, 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 really focusing on um, only eating healthy fat. So that seems like your ghee butter, extra virgin olive oil. You don't really need anything else at home for cooking. Um, coconut oil is okay as well uh, in some instances, but really, really avoiding um, any vegetable oils. And You know, another way that this can sneak in, um, obviously I've mentioned a lot of the pantry items, but even things like your salad dressings, everyone hates to hear this, but Nuttalex, like honestly throw that out if you're still eating it. If you do one thing this year, throw that Nuttalex in the bin because you do not want to be eating that. Um, And you just really want to focus on getting those good fats in. It will make such a big difference um, to your health. Tip number four, is to consider a home water filtration system. So this can be like a benchtop filter. You can look at ones that you can get installed in your tap as well. Um, If you're building and you have the budget for it, it's amazing. If you can look at a a full home filtration system, there are a number of companies offering that. I know when I am able to do that, I would absolutely love to look at doing that. At the moment, we just have a benchtop filter at home. And doing a little bit of a clean for the new year. We um, did a bit of a deep clean of our house and every six or 12 months, we always look at changing the filter in there and it pulling that filter out this year and seeing what it looks like is a great reminder that if you aren't filtering your water, you are the filter, which is quite a shocking realization. I promise you if You buy a filter and you change the filter after six months and see what it looks like, you won't go back. Um, I can promise you that much. So you do want to try and find a filter that can at least filter out chlorine um, and, you know, heavy metals and pesticides and all of that. But ideally, if you can find one that does fluoride as well, that is amazing. Um, Fluoride is a well-known neurotoxin. We're not supposed to be consuming it internally. Some studies have obviously shown that it can be good for our teeth, and I know that a lot of dentists um, do promote that, but we definitely don't want to be ingesting it. Um, Water is something that we are hopefully drinking quite a bit of, um, and this is just such a low-hanging fruit um, for something that we can do it's easy to improve our health. Um, Obviously, a filter is a little bit of an investment, but perhaps you can start shopping around now and putting a little bit of money aside each week or each month um, in hope to buy a filtration system later on this year. Uh, Tip number five is to look at swapping over some of your food containers that might be plastic for glass Um, This is really, really important um, when we store food or water, drinks in plastic, uh, especially if they're heated or they're they're warm at the point that we're putting them in, or even if we run those containers through the dishwasher, uh, we are actually leaching Contaminants um, and chemicals from that plastic into our food. Um, and for obvious reasons, we don't want to be doing that. Um, it's really, really important from a preconception point of view as well, because um, we know that um, our health and what we're doing in that preconception period is really, really um, impactful on the future generation. So simple changes like this actually impact the reproductive health of your littlies as well. So super, super important. Um, I'd say, you know, Kmart has some really good options for glass food containers. Um, they do have ones that are quite affordable that still have a plastic lid, but the rest of the container is glass. So that is a cost effective option. Um, you just want to be not um, putting the the container lids through the dishwasher and washing those by hand. So you're not heating them, to um, warm, super hot temperatures. Something super simple you can look at doing is like stainless steel drink bottles, swapping that over. It'll cost you around 20 or $30. So that's another low hanging fruit, something that's not going to cost you a fortune to do. So if you still drink from plastic, please stop now. Uh, again, another really um, simple change here is if you do take away coffee or anything like that obviously the odd coffee here or there is not the biggest issue, but um, again, drinking hot coffees through a plastic lid is a bit of a no-no in terms of environmental toxins and consuming those. So um, there's a great brand called Luxy Cup. I have one of theirs, or we both have one of theirs. Um, their cups at home. They're quite aesthetically pleasing and um, affordable as well. So they're really good options um, and simple changes that you can start doing. Um, if that's all new, maybe start with like you know, whatever you do most, the coffee, the drink bottle, and then the um, food containers. The other point that I'll mention here is if you work in an office and there's not a water filtration system, maybe you're in a position where you can suggest that that is uh, considered as part of their purchase this year. Or perhaps if you do purchase one for home, you're just making sure that you bring hopefully enough water to work with you so that that isn't somewhere where you are um, then consuming tap water. Um, I'll also mention here that if you're if you're a tea drinker, you also want to be using that filtered water in your kettle as well. Number six is looking at your home and uh, beauty, personal care products, etc. It's no secret that your skin is your biggest organ and what you are putting on it is soaking into your bloodstream. There is no denying that. That is not like a woo-woo sort of hippie out there thing. Um, There are... Um, not that there's anything wrong with hippies, of course, we love them, Um, but there are known uh, endocrine disruptors, so hormone disruptors um, in a lot of personal and beauty uh, and home products. And these do soak into our skin, into our bloodstream, and can actually bind with our own hormone receptors. So again, going back to the preconception um, this is super important if that's the stage of life that you're at right now., um, but just even from an overall health perspective, this is something that you want to look at. So, um it can be this particular area can be super overwhelming because you start to realize when you go through a lot of your products that you are just poisoning yourself left, right, and center, um, which I know yeah, can can feel a little all consuming. So, Um, some simple things um, is to download. There's a great app actually called Think Dirty um, and there's also another online database called Skin Deep but I think Think Dirty is a really good app to start with which you can just download um, and you can actually scan a lot of different products. They have a database basically and they color code your products um, based on green being obviously like you know, it's a traffic light system. So green is go great. We're happy with this product. Orange is perhaps there's some ingredients that they're a little unsure of, or there's, you know uh, what am I trying to say? A Lacking research in, and then red is obviously like, this is quite a dangerous product throw it in the bin. Um, and so what you can actually do is go through each of your products and um, see what's in them and learn a bit more about them. If your products aren't in the database, you can also search um, individual ingredients and very quickly you'll start to see um, and you'll start to understand like which ingredients are in and which are out. Um, But that is a really good database to go and have a little bit of an experiment with. And I would recommend just um, sort of like, Uh, doing it chunk by chunk. So maybe first you're going to like go through the home side of things um, and then maybe next you're going to go through like your shampoos and your moisturizers and whatever and then next you'll do your makeups. You can obviously do it all at once um, but to minimize costs and overwhelm and all the rest, it's great to just sort of chunk it out and do it bit by bit. And this could be like, you know, a 12-month project. By the end of the year, you're going to have a really, really clean home. Um, there is some uh, great brands and things that I'll mention. Obviously, no affiliation, but there is an um, online uh, store called Nourished Life that has a lot of great products on there. I still recommend uh always have a little bit of healthy skepticism and check uh, even if it looks really really great on the outset um, it is still good to have that healthy skepticism and not just trust marketing at face value and actually look a little bit deeper for yourself even if a product looks really really good because um, there's a really really big um, push in this industry that you know uh, consumers are becoming more and more aware of the dangers of these products and these ingredients. And so um, these companies are quite clever and there's a lot of what's called green washing going on, which is basically uh, there's a lot of these brands at Coles and Woolworths actually that we see that look you know pretty clean and pretty natural in the outset. But when you look deeper at the ingredients, you really see that they're, you know, marginally, if not no better than a lot of the conventional toxic products. Um, Another biggie here that a lot of people don't think about is like scented candles, please I don't know who you are, but stop using scented candles Um, and incense. I honestly can't stand either of those things. Uh, And they really, really affect the air quality in the home and are incredibly toxic. So hopefully 2023 is the year that you stop using those things. Um, Number seven is to look at getting a shower filter. So if you're already on the Um, drinking water, filtered drinking water train, then maybe what you want to look at next is getting a shower filter. These are pretty affordable. Um, They're around a hundred dollars. We use one at home, which is by Pure Water Systems. I think that's the one we use. Um, And it's super easy to install affordable, as I said. And honestly, you notice such a big difference. I can feel my hair feels different literally when I use that filtered water um, versus using the tap water. And now um, we we just have it on our shower, not on our bath, but I literally cannot fill up the bath with the actual bath tap anymore because the chlorine smell is just so, so strong after not using it that it's just, you just can't do it. So I essentially just um, unscrew the top part of the shower and use the actual shower hose um, with the filter on it to fill up our bath now, because um, I certainly don't want to bath in it. And I also don't want to put our little bub in that chlorine either. So that's a really easy thing that you can look at doing as well. Um, and I'm not sure I should check actually how often they have to be replaced as well, but it would just be part of the filter, um, not the whole thing, obviously. Um, Number eight is to look at getting into bed a little bit earlier. If you're tired, are you getting enough sleep? That's obviously uh, a super easy place to start Um, in clinic when I see that mums aren't getting enough sleep. I now understand that it's not as easy as saying, just get more sleep, but maybe something you can look at doing is trying to get into bed an hour or so earlier. And I know we all want that little bit of time to ourselves in the evening. um, But sometimes we have to make a trade-off between what's more important, an hour extra of sleep or that Netflix episode that we want to watch. So Um, just try it, see how you go. Commit to maybe a month of getting into bed an hour earlier than you do now. Um, And maybe even experimenting with like 60 minutes of screen free time in the evening. Um, We know that when we're better rested, when we've slept better, um, we're actually going to have better satiety the next day. So if you're someone that really struggles with cravings and weight loss resistance and appetite control, you need to start thinking about whether you're getting enough sleep or not. We know that uh, exposure to blue light and screens really impacts our melatonin production And that's our main sleep hormone. So if you're someone that struggles to get to sleep, stay asleep or wakes up groggy in the morning, um, really think about experimenting with dropping out that hour of Netflix or whatever it is that you're doing in the evening. Uh, If you do have to work in the evening, which I know some people do, you can also look at getting some blue light blocking glasses. But ultimately, we also want to try and avoid that um, real kind of mental stimulation as well. So that's where... Um, looking at more of a quiet activity can be good. Uh, number nine is to look at adding in movement. Now i said movement and not exercise because not everyone loves the thought of having to exercise, which I understand, um, but it's so important. It's important for your spinal health. It's important for your bone health. It makes such a big difference to your mood and your mental health um, and all of those good things. You get those feel good um, endorphins and chemicals and everything rushing through you after exercise. I shouldn't say exercise, movement is what I was going for. So it's not that you have to necessarily start with a gym membership or committing to like five workouts a week or whatever it is, but just really trying to find movement that you like. And maybe that's going to take some experimentation uh, I know that now being a mom, it's, it is harder for me to find the time to move because I didn't used to have to take care of someone else. It was just me and my partner before and I had a lot more freedom in the mornings and freedom in the afternoons to get that activity in. So it, it has become more challenging. But something that we have started doing is just tag teaming in the mornings. So we each get two mornings a week um, to ourselves to do whatever we want. So at the moment on Mondays um, I am doing a Pilates class, which is just across the road from us. And then on a Wednesday I'm going and doing more of a hit style um, sort of it's, it's not F45. It's a gym that I like, but it's kind of that style of training. Um, and then the other workouts that I do just depend on how the week's going. So they're the things I'm committed to. But the other days I'm trying to do, you know, maybe two other workouts in our home gym, whether that's like a um Pilates style workout or even more weight training and then walking we obviously have a dog and if you need help exercising get a dog because they force you to get out of the house we walk her two to three times a day so uh, that is the best thing to do is to look at um, movement over exercise and just find things that you like doing Um, it can be dancing it can be swimming um, it can be just walking it doesn't Um, have to be structured exercise either it can really be that incidental movement so even like cleaning the house that's still movement of some kind right so just really looking at that and I think moving away from like arbitrary um, numbers like this 10,000 steps a day I you know I understand I guess where that comes from and I think it's great but I think everyone gets a little bit too tied up and obsessed with hitting that exact number per day and then we beat ourselves up when we don't get to it um so leave that behind you don't need that in your life um just focus on movement movement that you like and move because it feels good not because you have to hit five workouts a week or whatever you've um assigned to yourself number 10 is coffee i am the biggest coffee lover So don't hate on me for this, but um, point number one is to think about the quality of the coffee that you eat. So um, drink, you don't eat coffee, drink. Um, It's pretty well known that, or fairly well known, that um, coffee uh, is susceptible to containing mould in it. Spoiler, if you didn't know, now you do. Um, And so it's great to try and get good quality coffee so you can um, have a bit of a research, different brands, um, how it's grown, um, and also whether it's been tested for mold. Um, organic is great, obviously, as well, if possible. Uh, and if you're wanting to another not really health tip, but we bought a coffee machine a couple of years ago, and I honestly think it was a definitely investment, but it's paid itself back in dividends because of how much we don't buy coffee out. We actually prefer our own coffee now. So... Uh, think about doing that. The other thing with, your, um, with drinking it is really, really, really making sure you're having it after food. This is super important, particularly if you're struggling with any hormone issues. Please do not have coffee when you first wake up in the morning if you have any adrenal, hormonal, thyroid issues, weight loss, resistance, all of that. Um, wait a couple of hours after waking and eat food first. So again, if you wake up, go to the gym, don't have a coffee straight after, eat food and then you can have a coffee afterwards. This is definitely shown in the research to um, optimize your energy levels and um, help with cravings and satiety and weight loss and everything throughout the day, um, mental cognition. So don't have it first thing in the morning, wait a little bit. I believe the ideal time in some of the research was around 10 to 11. You don't necessarily have to wait that long. Um, my other tip would be no coffee after midday for sleep as well. So you've got a little bit of a window there. Um, and then if you are someone who drinks dairy-free milk, This is obviously something that you would do, presumably, uh, close to every day. So, this is something that is important to look at changing because it's not a sometimes thing, it's something that you're doing every day. You want to really check what is in the non dairy milk that you are drinking because a lot of them are. Full of additives and seed oils. One really common brand um, that I see out is Milk Lab, and I don't recommend drinking that. Um, it does have quite a lot of additives, emulsifiers in it, um, and also vegetable and seed oils. The reason that they're in there is so that that when the milk is frothed and heated, they can create a really consistent um, texture. Uh, so that it's not separating when it's added to the coffee. But the trade-off is that it is full of crap, basically. Uh, So definitely look at changing that. Um, Some good brands that you can find at the supermarket are um, your Coco Quench um, coconut milk. There's also the Nutty Bruce almond milk. Um, Even getting some good quality like coconut cream is fine in coffee um, or even good quality dairy milk is fine if you're okay with dairy. So, um, yeah, there's some simple changes for you and some resources, um, for you as well. So I mentioned the Think Dirty app. Um, that's great. If you're looking at wanting to go through your home and beauty products, um, Environmental Working Group for uh, the Clean 15 and Dirty Dozen list and then Nourish Life as well as a great online resource for purchasing better quality home and beauty products. Um, and I love, this is more around like goals and um, and planning and that kind of thing, um, but there's a brand called My Goals. It's M-I Goals um, and I love their stationary range for um. Planning and keeping on track. Um, they have a 90-day planner, which I find is really, really helpful to break up your larger goals for the year into small, smaller smaller 90-day chunks. Um, and then it helps to keep you accountable if you're filling it out each day. So just to recap, um, my tips for improving your health in 2023. And as I said at the start you don't need to do all of these you can pick out one just a couple um or obviously all of them go you um number one around nutrition is really focusing on getting rid of all packaged and processed foods in your cupboard really really focusing on real food um food from the ground from a tree from an animal Um, these are the foods that you are biologically designed to eat and therefore. Obviously, it makes the most sense that these are the foods our body is going to respond well to when consuming. Number two is looking at food quality. Um, if you do eat meat, looking at grass-fed, grass-finished meat, meats, um, if possible, chatting to your butcher about cheaper cuts that you can access. Um, number two so within this is looking at insecticide-free or organic veg, checking out whether you've got farmer's markets locally or there's any other way that you can access this Um produce at a better price point. Uh, and then looking at the environmental working groups, clean fifteen or dirty dozen, if you want to start experimenting with just getting a couple of things here or there um, organic. Um, Number three is only eating healthy fats. So no Nutlex, nothing like that at home, please. Um, Just cooking with ghee, butter, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil is fine in baking and things like that as well. Um, Number four is a water filtration system. So as I said, if you're not filtering your water, you are the filter. Uh, And this is a really, really good investment for your long-term health. You want to find one that um, gets rid of chlorine and pesticides and heavy metals and all the rest of it. Um, If possible, fluoride as well. That can be a little bit trickier to find. Number five is using glass over plastic at home. So this is like your food containers, your drink bottle, takeaway coffee cups, that kind of thing. It's better for the environment and better for your body as well. Tip number six is going through your home and beauty products, remembering that your skin is your biggest organ and anything that you're putting into the air is affecting the air quality in your home. So things like scented candles and incense, um, these are super, super important um, to look at eliminating or changing on the candles front. Obviously, candles are amazing and beautiful to have at home. You can look at something we did was... We actually bought a whole bunch of wax um, and uh, wicks and things like this from I think it was just like a a candle store. I'm not really too sure. John actually, my partner, bought it. But you can um, Google it and I'm sure there'll be um, different options that come up. And it was super, super easy. We just bought um, some organic soy wax, melted this down on the stove and added our own essential oils and then poured it into the jar so essentially took us maybe five or 10 minutes to make our own candles, which lasted ages and were a fraction of the price because candles are so expensive, right? They're like minimum $60. Um, and this was a fraction of the price and didn't contain anything toxic in it. So we were able to light them. Um, another option around this is like a um, air diffuser. Um, what are they called? You know what I mean? Those diffusers that they play at, um, have going at spas and things like that, that you can put essential oils into. So that's an option, um, outside of candles, um, and then going through what you put on your skin what you put on, um, clean your home with, um, because ultimately it's all going into your body and you want to not be putting those chemicals in there. Number seven is a shower filter, if possible. So I mentioned pure water systems. They're what we use at home and they're amazing. Uh, Number eight is looking at getting some more sleep. So trying to go with maybe 60 minutes of screen free time. Um, Maybe you, if you have a partner at home or you live with housemates or something like that, you can set this as a bit of a challenge. Maybe you just start with a couple of nights a week or maybe you go all out and do all seven Um, but honestly, it does make such a big difference. You sleep better. Um, I'm not someone that's affected or I don't think I'm someone that's affected by um, blue light and screen time or like watching Netflix um, as much as a lot of other people are. But um, I must say that when I read before bed, I definitely have a deeper sleep, even though I don't have trouble falling asleep. I sleep deeper and I do feel more rested the next day. Number nine is adding in movement. So movement over exercises can be anything from walking to doing things around the home to walking to the shops to doing more structured gym classes, Pilates, whatever it is that feels really, really good for you. Do more of that. Um, do it often. Do it daily. Number 10 is coffee. Looking at sourcing better quality coffee because um, there are contaminants within um, a lot of regular coffee looking at having a coffee after food, um, ideally uh, minimum after one to two hours of waking so that your orange stress hormones um, are able to do their thing in the morning. And if you are doing non-dairy milk, really, really looking at what is actually in that because chances are with what's on the market at the moment, you'll realise that there's a few little um, hidden things. Now, my last tip in all of this is uh it is a lot if this all is really new it might be like oh my gosh i have put it away and do all of these things you don't have to do it all at once i would just choose one section or a couple of sections that you're committed to working to throughout the year when you've achieved those you can come back and also to set small goals that you're actually willing to commit to so if it's too big and you know it feels overwhelming don't bother break it down into something smaller that you can actually do for example if you're like great i'm gonna I know I need to work on improving my home and beauty products. I'm not going to go through every single product I have at home and get really, really overwhelmed about it and then realize that I have to spend hundreds of dollars and it's super overwhelming and I'm never, ever looking at it again. That was a waste of my time. So don't do that. What you do instead is go, okay... I know I need to go through them each time one of my beauty products runs out. I'm just going to um, look for a better option, for example. So you're chunking it down into something that's super um, easy to do and um, also affordable as well. So making it smaller will mean that it's not a deterrent. And in 12 months time, if you've made two small changes a month, that means you've made 24 changes in the year and you're going to be so much better off for it. So there you have it. That's my 10 plus some tips for better health in 2023. If you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, you know where to find me over on Instagram, Douglas underscore nutrition. I would love to chat to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Holistic Health Chats. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a rating and review in iTunes, as this allows me to help more women just like you. Holistic Health Chats is not intended to replace medical advice, so please consult with your practitioner before making any changes to your current health. If you are ready to take your health to the next level and would like some personalised support, the next step is booking in for a complimentary health chat. Please head to www.celendouglas.com forward slash book for more information.